You can support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash geektherapy. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Josue Cardona, and I'm joined by Lara Taylor. Hey there. Lauren is not with us this week, so it's just you and me, Lara. Oh yeah, party just time! Just like old times, party, party. What should we? What should we talk about? Comics. Oh yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> what do we always talk about when Lauren's not here? Probably comics. Yeah. Probably yeah, comics. Yeah. Well, we're gonna talk about Dial H for Hero. What the um, hell is that? I didn't even know what it was when I first saw it, but I got really excited about it when. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis came to uh, DC Comics uh, and announced his Wonder Comics series, um, which he didn't write this book. He was just like, it's his imprint on DC Comics. So right, he's right. the one that recruited everyone to work on this stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, Sam Humphreys and Joe Quinones uh, who are doing this book. Um, and it is fun. That is all I'm going to, that's like the first thing I want to put out there. It's such a fun book. I agree Um, with that. I agree with that. It's very fun uh, and different from most comic, like superhero comics I've seen before. You never know what to expect uh, issue to issue. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it covers a lot of good, important topics. Um, The biggest piece I wanted to cover is this concept of origin stories, but First, I'll, I'll bring to the forefront that the main character in the book is um, Miguel Montes, um, who he had an, a near-death experience when he was young, um, and Superman saves him. And then in the first issue, we also find out that his parents have died, um, and he's living with his uncle, right, um, right. and he's unhappy in, with his life. Yeah. Um, and so this whole thing is in a way his origin story. Um, the concept of Dial H for Hero, it's a book that's been around for a while, but the idea is there's a phone, it rings, you pick it up or you dial, you pick up the phone, you dial, and you turn into a superhero that's never been seen before. What's what's the line from, from it? Uh, uh, why can't I find it? Superhero that's never been seen before and may never be seen again? Something exactly. like that, Exactly, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because it's just weird, wacky heroes. It's like a random superhero generator. Yeah. and That's exactly what it is, I think. <laughs> when, I, when I read this book, like I'd talked about wanting to read it before, but Josue, I told you you should read it because... Because it's fun, but also because there's like some cool anime references in there. Unbelievable anime references. It's it's got it's got Josue's favorite things in it. It's amazing. So so just to, I mean, <laughs> just to just to show you how random it is, I believe the first time that he transformed, he turns into the trucker. Is it? What? Uh, yeah. Right, it's like he turns into he's kind of like a transformer, isn't he? Or is he? No, he's just someone who drives trucks, right? He's monster truck. He's he's he is monster truck. He is so the truck, he turns right? he yeah he is the truck. Like I'm looking at the picture and there's like tailpipes coming off of his sides. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the entire art changes, mm-hmm. and then it immediately like that's the first time, right? And then it immediately goes into his origin story. But then the second time he transforms. Um, he becomes no, not him. This other person transforms into the Zonkey King, right? So it took me a while to figure out what a Zonkey was. <laughs> so, I don't even know what a Zonkey is. <laughs> so, so, so basically, he's um, it's it's the story of the Monkey King, which is right, which um, I've seen in Gene uh, Yang's uh, book, uh, American Born Chinese. It's uh, and it's a uh, it's it's Chinese mythology. It's the story that Dragon Ball Z's Goku is based on. Um, it's 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 like the same story, right? It's like this this he falls to the to the earth and it's like got a tail and like this whole thing, right? But visually, it's also very similar. And visually, it's more like Dragon Ball Z, like he's doing like Kamehamehas and stuff. So, but but instead of a monk, the Monkey King, 
He's the Zonky King. And if you look at him, he is part zebra, oh, part donkey. Oh my gosh, I just noticed that. And part that. monkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that tail was a tiger tail. Oh my god. <laughs> He's those three animals. It is very random. And the uh, art style changes again. There. Yes. And it turns into like a manga uh, thing, right? Um, it is. And it actually says like, I love the way, like, I just want to geek out about it a little bit. I, I didn't get to read the whole first volume, but I read the first couple issues. And when you dial H for hero mm-hmm. and you get transformed, there's a, there's like a cover of a comic book that appears, right? Like that, there's a new page, and it's almost like you're reading a comic book inside the comic book, and it has a different art style and everything. And I believe the Zonkey King, and then the one after that, they say DC manga. Yeah. yeah. Right, and they changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, uh, it spoke to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it continues to do that throughout the whole um, first trade paperback, which is what uh, the first volume that we. I have read and you've read part of. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm halfway through it. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's just different styles. Like there's like a noir comics style in there. Um, uh-huh. Someone becomes someone that looks like a Harley Quinn kind of character. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of good things in there and they, each one of them, the f- what comes to the forefront and like the first thing you see is their origin story, right? Yeah. So speaking of, of Harley, she appears for a second uh-huh. as someone who had apparently at some point used the the phone. Right. Because everyone who uses the phone gets like this like wake up call or whenever like, it, whenever appears, it right? appears. Yeah. So is there any explanation of when she used it? Because I didn't know. Okay. No, because there are other people that have used it that, yeah. um, but I, sometimes I'm one, I think, you know, it could just be that these heroes or these, uh, some of them are sidekicks. Um, maybe that was who they became when they used the, the, oh, right. I'm that's, I'm extrapolating that. Like one, that's, of, the, one of them was Robin. Yeah. Uh huh. And one of them was Alfred. Alfred too. That's right. That's yeah. right. So maybe so, that's their persona. <laughs> so I, I think I think the dial H for 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 zero dial H for hero has always been a fun book, and it's it's been around for for decades. It's been around for a while. So I wonder if there's always been just these crazy stories, right, where something like that happened. But also the the universe has been rebooted a bunch of times, so it mm-hmm. may just be. That we we just haven't seen it, right? It's just a part of the the history, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, just I'm just thinking the idea that what if what if um, Har uh, Harleen Quinzel, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Like she came across that and like it it informed her character. I don't think so. Like I, I'm imagining that it's probably a Suicide Squad mission that involved it, and then crazy right. stuff happened and like a lot of people just dialed H and then everybody got transformed and that sounds like a fun uh thing. I'd love to see Alfred transform too. Um yeah. so I'm curious about that, but that's that's just uh like context for the for the the world that is presented in that first issue. Right, right. Yeah. Um and the like like I said through the book Miguel is trying to figure out who he is, who he wants to be. Um, he's dealing with a lot of grief, a lot of anger. Um, and he goes on this crazy adventure. (laughs) Uh, he struggles with whether he wants to use the phone or not. Mm -hmm. Um, and at some point he ends up in the place where when you call the phone, the power it taps into, is it the hero verse? Yeah. Um, and the operator is the guy that's like, the all knowing person that uh, gets to explain everything for him. Yeah. (laughs) The operator. Um, And there's a beautiful two page spread that has like pictures of different random heroes, origin stories, different random heroes, origin stories and villains, origin stories. Yeah. And they talk about this idea of when you tap into the power of the hero verse, 
it is where your potential goes and every hero and every villain has come from there. Hmm. Um, and they keep like Miguel's confused because he's only turned into heroes and he's like, but you can, you can turn into a villain if you call the phone. Um, if you use the phone and the there, they talk about what is a secret origin. Um, and there's another page that I sent these to you because I immediately thought of like geek therapy when I was reading these two, that, that spread. And then the second page, um, and the second page is like, what's the secret origin? Uh, like the story of your superpowers. You're a baby, then they throw your rocket, throw you in a rocket, and your planet goes boom, right? Talking about Superman's um, yeah. story. Um, and then the operator says, try again. And they go through all these things. Like, was it when he landed on Earth? No. He could have been a, become a bad guy if he wanted. He could have given in to greed destroyed other heroes he could have ruled the world and we've seen versions of superman do that Mm -hmm. um and then uh miguel is like but he didn't he became a hero and so is then the operator talks about is the secret origin when you get your powers or when you make the big discovery is it when tragedy or fortune strikes and he says no nope and wrong your secret origin is the moment you decide what to do about it. Hmm. And I think that's important. He goes on to say the split second, that's a split second you connect to the hero verse. When you despair, you connect to the dark side. And when you hope you connect to the, and that's the end of the line, but essentially he's saying that's when you become a hero and tap into the light side. Yeah. 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 Because all of us have the ability to do good things, do bad things. I think that's something that I've used a lot in my work. We're not good people. We're not bad people. We just do things. And um, I've been thinking a lot about like origin story, my origin story. A lot of people talk in my therapy, uh, in my grad school. Uh, for becoming a therapist, we've talked about like, why did you become a therapist? And I could think of lots of moments in my life where maybe that's my, where my origin story was like, like say we've talked about a lot, my mom dying or Hmm. me figuring out I was queer or me getting diabetes. Those different things could be an origin story for me. But not I according think, to this. Not according to this. No, yeah, my origin yeah. story is when I, I think for me, it's when I decided to take the feelings I was having and decide to be a therapist and decide to help people do something about their feelings. Yeah. I think that was, that's my, my thing. And I really, when I, when I really narrowed it down and said, I want to work with teenagers and I want to work with LGBTQ people. Um, I think that I really wanted to focus on that. And I think that's my, like, that's what I want to do. That's my origin story is when I decided I was going to help those particular people. The idea of a decision makes it seem like there's a, there needs to be a choice in front of you. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and, like I said, like that's the split second you connect to the heroverse. It's when you're presented with that choice and then you make a decision. Right. And yeah, it's like what what's that moment? I'm trying to think back if I can identify one of those. Hmm. When I was trying I to think of an example of like with what I was talking about, like what tapping into the dark side would have been like. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's I, interesting. I, like, what would my what if uh, comic be like, you know? Well, because, so, uh, when you're talking about being a therapist, right? I mean, I think, 
I don't think it's a stretch to to call yourself a hero, you know, for deciding to be a therapist. <laughs> right? Right? It's like it's it's not just any decision, right? It's like, do I want do I want fries with that? Oh, <laughs> I'm not tapping into the hero verse. Um, if Sam Humphreys is listening, one of the heroes could be a therapist. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the random ones, I'm sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he becomes the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> The yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. I think there was a moment when I was working as a biomedical engineer that I didn't want to do what I was doing anymore. And actually it may have been yeah. No, no, I think it was that. I was working as a biomedical engineer and I was working at hospitals. And I was working with doctors and I was working with patients and I was working on the technology side of it. And I remember thinking, man, like I, I loved, um, oh, this is interesting. Okay. Play along with me. Follow, follow I'll, along. I will, I will play along. Okay. So, I, I mean, I probably told you this story before I may have said it on the show, but when I was in, okay. So, so I, I'm, I'm a biomedical engineer. I'm working in hospitals and there's, there's a moment. I can't remember the, the exact moment, but there was definitely, uh, something that happened where I decided I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do, I want to be like the doctors. I want to work directly with the people. So there was definitely a moment where, where I, I saw the opportunity. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I see choices in front of me. I'm choosing to be um, basically, I want a clinical role. I think I could do that. So, there was a time actually when I, when I struggled between, I was between going into nursing or mental health. It was mm-hmm. very close. Um, I don't re- I don't even remember why I ended up going into counseling versus, versus was, nursing. Was it the blood and needles? It was not. It was not. It was not. For a lot of people, that is the reason. But yeah, 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 for real. But I think, I think it goes back to then, this is, this is the interesting part I thought of. I think it's interesting anyway. Follow, follow, follow me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when I was in high school, I took a psychology course and I, re- and I wanted at that moment to pursue psychology. Like not at that moment, right? Like at the end of the class, I love the professor. It opened up my eyes to, to many different things. Many, many of us have that story, right? It was like, oh, nobody, like nobody, you take your first psychology course and it's like, it blows open the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And so, but that happened to me in high school. So I wanted to then pursue um, psychology in in college, but nobody encouraged me to do that. My my parents told me not to do that. My teachers told me not to do that. And when given the choice, because ultimately it was my choice, I chose not to. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't think that becoming an engineer was the a vil- being a villain. <laughs> No, no. Which is which is the funny thing here, but then but when I when I came that choice came up again basically uh, is what I'm getting at that like when I had the choice when I was in in high school, I decided I wasn't going to do that, and then when it came up again in my twenties, I was like, okay, now I'm going to decide to do that, and I came in that way, um, right? I, I decided to to pursue psychology, which is what I wanted to do many years before, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was interesting, right? Like, yeah. what, what if what if you have that moment, that choice come up again? What do you do? And so, yeah, like there was. I don't. I wish I could remember those split seconds, right? Like, I love that idea, but there is a moment, and I I, I believe that's that's possible, you know. Like, and I think we have multiple moments. I can yeah. think of another yeah. moment for you when your supervisor told you you couldn't use video games, and you were like, "Fuck that." That's true. That's true. I could have just gone home and. That's the secret origin of geek therapy right there. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. The I'm just, yeah. Hmm. It's I, I think I think it's hard to relate to the to the idea that you would make a different choice and then you're connecting to the dark side. Like there, I can't relate I, to I, it. I I think if I'd made a stretch, if I stretched it, right? Stretch it. I'm going to stretch it. Like if I'm working with a client, I could work with them. And I'm I'm trying to think of so many ways I could use this metaphor with clients, right? Yeah. But thinking of the villain, if you externalize it, isn't necessarily you. The villain could be your unactualized self. Like your, 
if you're oh, miserable at your job. Yeah, yeah. Like you made the decision or someone made the decision for you like to go into or pushed you into this decision to do, go into his career that you don't like or you're not finding yourself fulfilled in. Well, that's that decision. Like if it's not the the light side, then the dark side is like you're unmotivated, you're feeling unfulfilled and and wanting more, I guess. Um so I think that that is where I would go with that. Um Yeah, I I I agree. I think it's many different smaller moments. I think like maybe it works more as um being heroic versus being a hero. Mm-hmm. I actually like it better that way because I always tell clients like you you are you are not just one thing. One decision does not define you. One action does not define you. Right. You're not a shitty person. You've done shitty things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so so I like this idea of what is it called the let me see what it what it was um the hero verse is the grand potential of every hero, past, present and future and every villain. Mhm. Right? The idea that there are moments where you're presented with the option to do something good and and it feels like uh, like sins of omission right yeah um, but i think i think there there are moments where you're given the opportunity to do something good and do something bad and then that makes more sense but maybe okay so i i didn't finish reading the book so you can tell me if it explores this in a in, in a deeper way Mm-hmm. Otherwise, that's what we're gonna do here. That's what this whole episode is about. We're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna make shit up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, what if when you're presented with that heroic moment, mm-hmm. then because you're tapping into the potential, that is what makes you that that's the turning point, right? Like it's not just those moments, because I, because like I, I can relate to the to the moment to moment making choices. That's that's how life works, right? Mm-hmm. But the idea that there's this power that by making the right choice, you actually tap into it, and then you, then then that's you, right? Then then like yeah, I like, think that's I think that's I think that's a good way of looking at it. I think it's I think it's connected. I don't know if they specifically say it. Um, but at some point, Miguel definitely taps into his potential. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and it is a powerful moment. Uh, and I think that's I think that's the idea of being, and that f- flows with what I was talking about before of feeling being unactualized and feeling unfulfilled, being the dark side. Like you tap into this potential when you make a decision to do something. Um, and you're just, you get to do something good. And that is a a, a heroic thing. And the fact that each time someone calls on the phone and uses the phone, they become a, a, there are some cases where you get to see somebody comes back as the same person twice, but usually Hmm. it's a different person every time. So it's a different decision every time. Hmm, to tap okay. into the phone and tap into the power. So yeah, th- this part was a little confusing to me because conceptually, you see the person once and never again. This says you may never see them again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but the concept of like, like I, I think I'm mixing or separating two things that, okay. that I, I would need to bring back together because the hero verse is just the hero verse, right? It's well, it's this thing that exists and it's separate from the the phone. The phone taps into the hero verse, right, right? and taps so the, into that power of the hero verse, right, which, into the collective power of all the potential of all the heroes, past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. So, to like, I, I think that uh, it's not saying that uh, that it's the hero verse is only superheroes. It's like it's heroism in general, right? So when you're tapping, it's just that if you concentrated all of the heroism in the entire universe and across all time and you concentrate it into one place and you had a device that could tap into it in that moment, it would give you some sort of ability. It would change you because it's so much, 
it's so much potential that it harnesses it like a, like power. Right, right. Okay, okay. And you also see, depending on characters, I want to say mood state or mental state, like mm-hmm. how they are feeling about themselves or the world, different heroes come up for them and they mm-hmm. tap into different things. Uh, it's very interesting. Hmm. I yeah. like that. I like that. Yeah, like if there's infinite possibilities there, then maybe maybe it's not just random. Maybe it's your your state of mind at that moment when you're making that decision mm-hmm. affects the kind of power that you can pull from it. Right, how powerful you feel or how strongly you feel about what you're doing, maybe. Hmm. Um, I'd have to go back and reread when those other things I was talking about happened, but... Um, yeah, there's a whole lot of potential in this book to like explore all of these things about like yeah, what you can do and I've been talking with clients a lot lately about um with current events going on in the world like what can they do yeah. and what actions they can take and I'm talking about um protests against uh racial injustice and police brutality that are going on around the country um small like making decisions to do a small thing if they don't feel safe going out and protesting being able to amplify black voices or donate where they can or you know making a decision to do things um it doesn't always have to be the big superman heroic action yeah yeah to tap into that potential yeah the Geek Therapy Network and all of our projects are made possible by the supportive listeners like you. You can become a patron for as little as $1 a month and gain access to exclusive content, behind-the-scenes stories, swag, and more. Sign up at any tier and we'll send you a welcome kit in the mail anywhere in the world to celebrate your first month. Thank you so, so much for supporting us. We couldn't do it without you. You can learn more at patreon.com geektherapy. Yeah, here on this page it says, like all good inventions, it is an attempt the h right like the the phone yeah (laughs) it's an it's a modernization like all good inventions it is an attempt to harness a power beyond our control one of the fundamental forces of the multiverse it's Mm -hmm. like like, it's like heroism right i mean it's it's funny because it's like the speed force is it's a whole bunch of stuff but basically like it makes you move really fast (laughs) if you can tap into it you can move really fast so in this, the idea that the Heroverse allows you, or, okay, so it's it's this device that in that moment, when you're presented with a heroic decision, the the phone allows you to have abilities, right? Like, it, it gives you power to do that thing that you wanted to do. Hmm. Okay, now it's, now it's making more sense to me, <laughs> right? It's okay, because, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Every single moment right now, right, that we are all presented with constantly. Um, and re- like we always have these opportunities. Now we're just reminded of them more often. Mm-hmm. Of If we want to do something that might seem heroic or not, right? Just, it doesn't, I don't know. Now, yeah, it's like doing the right thing, right? Like, or doing a good thing. Every single time we we do that, imagine if you had this this device with you that allowed you to do that with more. I think this is one of the activities, right? Like, um, or one of the interventions, right? Like imagine like, yeah, I want to do more, but like, I don't have a lot of money, right? Like a version of that could be like, well, like if you had, if you had the phone, (laughs) maybe you could have tons of money, right? Like maybe, right. That's the thing that pops up or you could, if you had the phone, you could get enough power to, change laws or affect change some way or you could um make people listen and have a platform and people would be charismatic and listen to you you know yeah 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 huh Hmm. there's there's a lot of different lot of different ways to go yeah that yeah huh that is a cool concept just again separating the two the idea that 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 all of the heroic potential of the, of the, of the universe is, is a power that we can tap into. 
And in this, anyone can be a hero. Anyone can pick up the phone. In fact, it's just an average kid who picks up the phone here. And the old, um, in this book, uh, the operator is one of the original characters from one of the older ones who, he was a kid who picked up the phone, just an average kid. Like, this is showing anyone can be a hero. Does, uh, why did he choose Miguel? Because he, he, Miguel seems to be chosen at the beginning. I don't exactly remember that. Um, I don't want to misspeak on that part. It, I, I know it's in here somewhere. Um, but I think he saw Miguel's potential and what he's been through and the connection he had with Superman. Um, hmm. Superman is there for him in several down moments of his life. Um, and he looked up to him as a kid, had a poster of him on the wall. Um, so there might be a quote in here specifically about why he picked Miguel. Because I like the idea that anybody can be a hero and anybody can tap into the hero verse, but that's actually not what's happening here. Only the person with this device can have can tap into that power just get to more of the comic okay okay well, <laughs> okay hmm hmm okay well based on my limited information <laughs> yeah 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 that concept uh it, it doesn't i'm i'm glad I'm, i hope it changes later because i don't i don't like like there's two things that i don't like about this or they make it hard for me to to work with i love mm-hmm. the idea of the hero verse i don't like the idea that um, there's a split second where everyone connects to the hero verse, and if you if you despair, you connect to the dark side, and if you you choose hope, you right right. I have issues with the word hope in general. That's a, that can be a whole other episode. But yeah. just like if you think about it as as the as the uh, doing the right thing or doing the wrong thing, and then all of that feeds right. into this hero verse. That that I I can get behind. Now the fact right. that we can tap into it. Like so far in the story, as far as I've read, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can only um, tap into it if you have a device, right? If you have this this uh, this phone, and you can dial into it and then pull power from there. So, so I don't, I don't like the. There's no, there's no equity there, right? It's like well, only one person actually can do that. There's all that potential, and only one person can do it. And since that doesn't sit well with me, I want you to tell me what happens later because I'm curious. So, okay. One thing I want to bring up, I kind of get where they were going with the um, hope and despair when you look at um, villain origin stories. Usually, heroes and villains do go through, in comics especially, go through a similar origin story where there's this catalyst, catalytic moment. A choice. It it is a choice. Like, um, someone's parents die in in a comic and you get Batman or you get... Why can't I think of a villain? I think is it Black Mask? One one of the other. There's a there's a villain that his parents died too. Oh, um, um in the comics it's uh Cobblepot. It's a uh, penguin. Penguin. Yeah. So there's these moments of what you decide to do with it and like where you decide to put your energy. Um, but I get it's not as good of an analogy as like this untapped potential that we can all go. So later on, we'll get to what you want to know about the comic. So later on the villain uh, in, in the book, Thunderbolt, um, Mr. Thunderbolt, he, un- he dials dial H for, or wait, he dials uh, H. He, no, he dials hero. Metropolis into oh. the phone <laughs> And it unleashes... Wait, wait, he does what? He dials Metropolis into the phone. Okay. And it unleashes the power of the phone, and everyone with a phone in their hand at that time can turn into a hero. So you get all these heroes and villains flying around everywhere, and it's causing chaos. What? Yes. Yes. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I want to take a step back, because I remember there was like a, a, a page in between two of the issues in the in the trade paperback mm-hmm. or in the trade uh because i read it digitally uh, <laughs> the it said dial v for for villain i'm assuming 
Is that hmm. possible? Can you dial V for villain? I don't think because he doesn't dial V, he dials Metropolis. Well, it sounds like you can just dial whatever the hell you want at this well, point. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. It says, wake up. He's He does this thing where he's like, wake up multiverse, feel the full potential of the heroverse. And we'll start where it all began. Time to dial. And he dials Metropolis because they feel like Superman is the beginning of all of this. He's tied to everything. I don't know exactly story-wise. I would have to sit and read the comic <laughs> right now in front of you. But then everybody's smartphones and cordless phones and work phones turn red and say, dial H for hero. Do they, does it only work in, is that all in all of Metropolis or the whole world? I think it's Metropolis. Okay. Okay. Because he sense. dialed Metropolis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm assuming, just want to double check. Because then it's still limited to a group of people. It's still not everybody. But so why does Thunderbolt want everyone to have access to it? Um, Because it causes chaos. Like planes are crashing and buildings are getting destroyed. Uh, and nobody knows what they're doing. So, so what's his point? Like, what, what's the... I know you didn't write the book. If you can't answer it, just say <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> but what? But what? Uh, why is why is Thunderbolt like at the beginning? There's this. It's implied that all of them, everybody who ever uh, dialed H before, is. I mean, it looks like they're like addicted in a way. Right. right? They they crave it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like they're willing to do almost anything to do it, and they want the promise of being able to access it unlimitedly. Um, so, so it almost sounds like he wants to do a good thing by letting everybody have access to it. So nobody's ever deprived of it, but that doesn't seem like the reason why. So here's the, the, the concept that I'm getting from looking at the page after he, everybody decides to dial age and it's talking about net, um, the, the operator says, now it's a city of uh, Metropolis is now the city of a thousand superheroes and they'll destroy Metropolis unless someone does something. These new heroes of Metropolis, they're too wild and undefined. They've received their powers, but they haven't had their secret origins yet. The moment oh. when they decide what they will do with the powers. So they need someone to guide them. God. So this goes back to the explanation from before where Miguel is asking when was Superman's origin story and it wasn't when he got his powers. It wasn't when he landed on earth. It was when he decided to do something with the power that he had. Right. So got it. So anyone can call and tap in and get powers, but what they decide to do with the powers. So they don't. So that's why they're not good heroes. (laughs) Right. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They have, because they haven't had the origin story. Hmm. The secret origin, I mean. They're, yeah, their secret origin. And then we get um, Miguel, who is, fi- he finally has, he's like, wait, I haven't had mine yet. And then he has his secret origin. Oh. Is that true? He hasn't had his secret origin yet? Yeah. He didn't okay. make a decision yet. Hmm. Or wasn't presented with that choice. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I feel like he did in the first in the first or second issue. Like he I feel like he did, though. Because remember when he throws the phone in the water? But he keeps going back and forth because he threw the phone in the water and then he went back after it. Because he saw that someone else had used it for evil, basically. Like they were gonna hurt that bridge and he could have just let him go, but he didn't. He said, I couldn't help myself. I went by and like Oh, maybe I can't help myself is not making a choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're being oddly specific. Sorry. Right. Uh, if you <laughs> if you haven't We're... read. But the the, the 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 goal is the, or the, the purpose of this conversation is th- these concepts, right? Mm-hmm. I think, damn, they're really interesting. Right. And I can't wait to see what the next volume says and what hmm. it's about. Um, because this end, first like, one is all about... Um, let me take a look at that last page. I think it, yes, it ends with a big cliffhanger. (laughs) 
that I'm not going to spoil since I spoiled a lot of other things. But yeah. issue six definitely ends with a big cliffhanger. Do they resolve the thousand superheroes um, or powered people? I believe or are so. Are they still flying around? Also, I believe so. Metropolis has way more than a thousand people. What's that about? Just being I mean, picky, but um, maybe those other people didn't have phones in their hands, but I bet there were probably more than. It's <laughs> not a real thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Very. I mean, very a thousand might have just been an estimate on the operator's fault. He's not in Metropolis. He's in the Heroverse. Who's in the Heroverse? The operator. Oh, right. The operator is. Gotcha, gotcha. So gotcha, he can't... Gotcha. Yeah, he doesn't know how many actual heroes there Oh, are. he's the one that said that. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. This book was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, it's been a lot of fun so far. I'm, I am I want to read the rest. I love... So... This is, this is why I love DC Comics. Um, and, like, it reminds me of the the different rings in the green lantern um, mm-hmm. or the different lanterns. Right. And the the different colored rings. Like they, they have all of these different emotions tied to them and kind of like will isn't an emotion. Right. But it is, it, it has these core it's concepts. A, it's kind of a state of being like, yeah. yeah. And then it has all of these different, there are all these other ones, right? There's red is rage. Yellow is fear. And then they play off of each other. Eventually there's a, there's love and there's um I think it's love. I'm not sure if it's love. But then there's there's blue which is hope and like that one can actually like boost all of the other ones. Like there's all these really cool ideas there and like I love the idea of like people tapping into the speed force <laughs> and mm-hmm. this idea of a hero verse and being able to 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 tap into this. There's something there. I need to I need to read the rest of it, but there's a lot of it that I really like. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That secret origin thing, hmm. And it, it's and it's all packed into, and all these deep thoughts are packed into such a fun, like wild ride that I actually don't norm. It feels like it feels like a Marvel book to me, like honestly. <laughs> In which way? In what way? Um, most of the DC comics I read are pretty, not necessarily dark, dark. But, mm-hmm. like, I read Batwoman, I read Wonder Woman, which is light, but it's very serious. Um, and, like, I don't know. This is, like, there's, they're cracking jokes, there's ridiculous heroes, there's, like, secret, like, in-jokes and references to different anime shows, and, like, there's yeah. so many things. And, like, I'm not used to that in a DC book. Um, and I think... That's probably the kind of vibe that Bendis wanted for his uh, imprint at DC. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've um, I often complain, or I don't know if it's a complaint, but I often say that the reason why I love anime is because it's it's batshit crazy, and I I find most Western media uh, tame and sometimes mm-hmm. boring in comparison. And it's like even something like. No, like I love Green Lantern, but like it doesn't go far enough. <laughs> right? It doesn't. If you can make anything with your hands, why why are you limiting yourself to uh, like I don't know guns and a tank or something like that, right? Or like a hammer, or yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So this definitely feels like there's some there's some whimsy here. There's mm-hmm. some there's definitely it is it is again so far what I've read has been a lot of fun, and I don't remember the new 52 version, which is the one that I had read before. I don't remember it being like this, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, so you can, you, you imagine using some of this with your clients. Oh, definitely. Um, I have to find the right clients to use it with that would like be into reading this particular book or like talking about this particular, uh, series. But like, I, I have a few that I have in mind. Yeah. I want to, I want to revisit this idea of the hero verse. That's okay. what that's what I'm really loving. Mm-hmm. The fact that you could tap into it. That it's just there. Like the power is there waiting for us to tap into it. Yeah. And it's all the powers of all the heroes, right? And in the, in that sense we're con- we're all contributing to it, 
Like when you, mm-hmm. when you, when you are... make a, a decision. Yeah. 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 It's all about potential. I do. I do like, I do like that idea that there's all this untapped potential out there. Yeah. Available for us. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I sold you on it. <laughs> hey, I, yeah. I mean, you sent me those, the original panel. I just realized also that they're walking on a phone, a phone cord. Right, right. I didn't realize what it was before. Again, it is a very silly um, uh, book, and we may be reading more into it than, uh, than the authors those, ever those, intended. <laughs> I think we went way farther in this than I did when I first read those pages that I sent to you, but those pages alone yeah. made me feel something enough that I took photos and sent them to you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I, I, love, I love that idea, something we can play with. And then, and then we narratively have all these stories to to look at from there. That we and have the sky's made. the limit. Like you can explore. Like what kind of hero do you think you would be if you called the phone? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and of course, activities like actually, I love the idea of having um, like a random name generator, a random superior power generator, like queued up, and then mm-hmm. like let's just see what you would do with this, right? <laughs> right. You become. You you call and then here's your name and this is and you're a zonky king and what what are and you gonna do what, what do you do with that yeah I mean that seems that seems exactly like something that uh, uh, like one of my clients would have told me right it's like what would you do it's like I'm the zonky king it's like what is that and they're just they're just literally going through <laughs> and explaining Dragon Ball Z but they just changed Goku into a half zonky half half donkey half zebra half uh, half monkey. <laughs> <laughs> like I've I've had those conversations. That's actually exactly what that feels like. So mm-hmm. I mean, so does Monster Truck, right? I mean, I've done that activity so many times with with kids, where it's like, okay, if you could be a superhero, what superpowers would you have, and would mm-hmm. you name it, right? And then you just come up with like this wild and crazy name. And I feel like they've like they made a comic book out of that intervention. Right. <laughs> and you can do the flip side. Like you can always do and not even looking at this book, you can always use an intervention of like you just described asking what they would want to be or what their name would be, what powers they would have, what they would look like. But with this, like you said, if you have a random generator, it's like you call the phone and you're this is what you are. What are you going to do? Like, Yeah. 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 I think oh I actually love this this, this idea. I know I, I, I we came up with it together, but uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it, I think it's whew, I was going to say like oh I came up with it that, uh, that's not why I like it though. But um I I, I think But you yeah. you came up with it, but it's like <laughs> damn. I've I've got some I think I've got some clients I want to use that idea with now too. Yeah, because I've yeah. done the superhero and superpower thing, and that is powerful in and of itself. Yeah, um, but this takes it to another level. Like yeah. Miguel literally becomes sometimes stuff he doesn't want to be. Yes, and yes. What do you do with it? <laughs> you have limitations, but we're talking about limitations and and different abilities in a in such a fun context. Like the client presents the problem. And then we we come up with creative solutions through instead of again instead of like uh, some sort of handicap or limitation it, it becomes this again the Zonkey King is just so so it's such so out there it's such a fun idea oh I can't wait to see the other ones that that come up yeah I like this yeah let us know if you if you do this um listener <laughs> and uh please and, please please yeah and how this worked out or or any variations thereof damn i feel like i need to put this up on the library we should put it up on the library uh-huh. that's what the library is for what <laughs> remember the library no it's been great oh i forgot I, I mean i never shout out to to the last person who who added something and I, I just i just love it when you know someone who i don't even i don't even know you know you're, you're a listener you're a part of the community you you add um either a media example or an intervention or something to the library i mean i appreciate it so so much thank you um that's i mean that helps the community that helps everybody like if we do this intervention here right we're talking about it we come up with it you start doing it we never document it it's never no one can find it then then that that sucks yeah. 
But I, 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 hope- I feel like this needs both an activity and like a, a content entry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but I, I, I think, I think even just the hero verse deserves an entry on its own too. As, as content or as, as a, I don't know, like, like that's a thing. Like, we have we characters, have to... we have content. I don't know. Like, are we, are we, are we making a new thing? It feels like a concept, right? That we could use within mm-hmm. the, like the hero verse. Like, a, I mean, that's like, instead of listing a specific Star Wars thing, like talking about the force. Exactly. As a exactly. Yeah. We don't have something for that. We just made what? we just made more work for ourselves, right? Oh, shit, Josue, what are we doing? <laughs> this is oh, this is um, this is, this this is, is like though. this <laughs> is like this the Spider Verse. Remember our Spider Sonas episode? Mm-hmm. This is actually uh, kind of this is a, a variation on that, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like the Spider Sonas was like there was a lot of um, us choosing to represent a thing. Um, the hero verse adds this random element to it, but as a concept, right? Yeah. I think, I think we need concept entries because yeah, you're right. The force spider verse, hero verse, speed, uh, speed, um, force. What other ones are like this? Um, the Schwartz, the Schwartz. (laughs) There's, there's different, there's different, um, Patronus. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to think of, a. Of different Harry Potter ones, I think there's a few from from Harry mm-hmm. Potter that would make sense because they're not characters, but there's the, these bigger concepts, and they're concepts that we use as like the uh, Sorting Hat. I mean, that's a character, but something like the houses or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's not. It's like, and they permeate pop culture, right? It's like people reference things like this all the time. I mean, I would say there's a force. Um, yeah, I was gonna say the dark side, but I mean that's just the dark side of the force. So I mean, we could put light side and dark side in the same one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what? Uh, what is it? Yes, I, I will. <laughs> I want to do that one. Uh, thankfully, it's a wiki. And the you can prime edit directive. The prime directive. Yes, yes. But I, I was excited oh. about being able to write about the bendu in the force. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you know what the bendu is now. I know. I like the bendu. If you don't know what the Bendu is, watch Star Wars Rebels. Uh, in my opinion, the best Star Wars media that's out there. <laughs> I still need to finish Clone Wars. Uh, but I thought you watched Rebels. I did. You did, right? Okay, okay, okay. Right, I finished right, right. Rebels, but right. I'm working my way through Clone Wars. I'm, I know I'm, I'm kind of doing things a little backwards. But... I'm in the same boat. I haven't finished Clone Wars either. so I'm on oh. season five now. Yeah. Ah, oh, Prime Directive. That's really good. That's really good. And I we love have a whole that you list. Ju- delayed reaction. I know. Oh, well, I was stuck on the Bendu, but the Prime Directive is really good. There's so many that we can come up with. Please. So we're going to have to like put in the directions like what a concept, the concept of a concept. Like what is a concept? Just examples of it. I guess we'll have to put some examples I in there. I love the meta-ness of, of what you're saying. I hope we didn't go too deep into <laughs> Dialect for Hero and Lost People along the way because I hope I, these last few minutes have been like amazing <laughs> i feel like the last few minutes of of our shows um for like the past year have been have been the best part <laughs> <laughs> um but this was oh this is really good this is really this good this is josue when when it's you and me we create magic hey that doesn't i don't we miss lauren we miss, we miss, we miss lauren, you, lauren. We and miss we're we are better with lauren yes but like but we had not revisited the library conceptually in a while, right. and right. and uh, that happened. Damn. Okay, that's okay. So I have a project this weekend. I'm gonna go in and I need to add edit. a add a concept. But I need to structure. Yeah, I need to structurally adjust the 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 library. The library. I'm like rubbing my face. I'm like, oh, I can't believe. This. <laughs> I'm so excited. Remember when I was sleepy before we recorded? And now you are like, oh, I'm hyped. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Oh, this is great. This is great. Oh, this has been good. This has been really good. I can't wait to finish reading. Um, I might skip ahead of you and just uh, start reading the other issues. Go ahead. Do it. Yeah. I Tell to, me how awesome it is. Oh, I need to read so many Bendis stuff. Just uh, also, side note, like I, I told Dara this before, but if you haven't um, read digital comics on your television, you're missing out. <laughs> it is, it is crazy. I was, I've been thinking lately, but like I, I, sh- I would really like a large tablet 
to really read, you know, my comics. Really. No, no, I can. I forgot. I can just put them on my TV, and it looks crystal clear, and it's beautiful. And I may never go back. <laughs> Josue, I just got on the on the Zoom meetings on the TV bandwagon, and it's a it's a game changer. What? What? I hooked I hooked my laptop up to my TV. Got it. And I don't have to look at a small screen. It's amazing. Although my screen is 17 inches, so it's pretty big. Yeah, yeah. But I stare at it all day with clients. So when I do outside Zoom things, absolutely going to put it on the TV. Oh, but you can't have them like coming through the speakers, though. No, no, no. My clients, I don't do on the not on the TV. I'm talking like family stuff where there's a whole bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but like, do- yeah, re- regardless, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, also not with clients, but um, yeah. but but with um, uh, non non clinical Zoom meetings, do you? Like, I I can imagine you you got to use headphones though, right? Because if the if the sound comes from your TV, it will probably go in through your mic. Guessing. Um. Kind of like when we're probably, playing games. Yeah. I with my family, we didn't get a lot of feedback because uh, most of the time we were muted. Hmm. Um, so we just muted ourselves and only unmuted when we were talking. Got it. So Got it. it was fine to have it come through the speakers. Okay. 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 We we know, and it's hard because when it's the two of us, me and Nina, you have to like it's hard to do the headphones. So we we do the mute unless we're talking thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. I haven't done that. Uh, my, my, um, at work, my supervisor the other day, she was very happy with my, um, like my camera setup and my microphone. And I told her and she was like, Oh, like it looks great. And I was like, yeah, but I think it's distracting. Like, I think I'm going to just use the regular webcam on my, like the cheap webcam that I have. And just like my, my Apple head headphones. And she goes, no, 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 please don't do that. Don't do that. You're the only person that I that I talk to on Zoom who I can see clearly and hear clearly. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Like she she made me think about the like when we talk about Zoom exhaustion and mm-hmm. Zoom fatigue, right? That idea. Um there's there's lots of You're helping prevent that Zoom fatigue. Yeah, but like I'd never I, I'd never really th- put too much thought into like, oh yeah, it's exhausting to like s- look at a basically their picture is it doesn't look good right like it's not well lit you can't really see the face um it's hard to hear they may have an echo the reverb it might be too low like all of those things and and yeah so so i was like okay fine i'll I'll use my basically i have like my youtube setup <laughs> for my zoom calls and um yeah i mean we get, we've gone on tangents here. At the I end know of this we went episode. we went we went from Dial H for Hero and the Heroverse to uh, the library and <laughs> updating the library to the magic of Zoom calls and how to do a perfect Zoom call. Listen, since we're here at this random piece at the end, I just want to say again, like I've said a, a few times in the last few weeks, this is it's just so good to talk to you, to my mm-hmm. friends, like whatever. This is our excuse to to get together and talk. Yeah. Um, I mean, technically, you, you and I actually do play video games and stuff together, so we have more opportunities. But, like, I just want to take advantage of the moment. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Um, start a podcast, you know, call, call your friends, come up with excuses, have game nights. It is um, – I highly recommend it. I feel it's very healthy. So, so yeah. So, thank you. Thank you for, for sitting uh, through that last random part. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, this is great. Please, um, for real, let us let us know what you think of this um, idea of adding a concept category to the library. Hopefully, by the time you listen to this, I'll ha- already have done it. But don't be surprised if I haven't. Um, but I hopefully I, I will have. Um, let us know what you think about Dialage for Zero. Uh, Dialage for Zero. I keep saying Zero. Dialage for Hero. Uh, if you've read it before, if you've checked out this new one, what do you think of this? Uh, these interventions and these concepts that we were uh, discussing. And, uh, you know, let us know on the forum or on the Discord. Definitely check out the Discord. We have this emotional support channel that uh, lately has been, has been, I don't know, it's been a lot of fun, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's been pretty good. Um, and it's there for, for everybody. So, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Um, please reach out. Uh, we're... we're we're a great community. We we love having you. Um, I think I think it's a great community. It's my favorite. 
it's a great community. I think I think it's pretty good. Um, we have some pretty cool people. There's some really good things going on on the Discord yeah. and the Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. So you're all invited. Um, also, please take breaks. Things. Uh, it's it's the, the, the world is. Oh, what's the what's the uh, <laughs> what is it in the emotional support channel? It's like it's like someone raised a difficulty level and you can't return to a previous save state. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. That's life right now. That's the world. We get it. Um, so please, we weren't take prepared breaks. for the DLC. We're yeah. not prepared for this DLC. The patch isn't coming for a while. <laughs> it's gonna fix a few things that are broken. Um, yeah, so that's the kind of conversation we've been having on the Discord. But for real, please. I mean, I think it, it's. I can't hear it enough. I want to be reminded of this always too, um, and often, especially now. Take breaks. Stop. Breathe. Um, you know take time off whatever you need to do recharge and um read a good book read a good book that'll it'll it'll um makes it easier to to keep moving forward all right yep thank you again uh for more geek therapy visit geektherapy.com remember to geek out and do good and take breaks (laughs) we'll be back next week This episode was brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. We'd like to say a very special thank you to our supporters at the Evangelist level and above, including Mark, Booney, Lydia, Jamila, Adam, Doe, Gay, Pat, and Joe Lynn. To learn more about how to support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash geektherapy.